Thank you for supporting the Ministry of Victory Outreach International. We pray this message challenges, ignites faith, and that God would fan the flame that will produce a harvest of souls throughout the world. Uh, Luke chapter 6, beginning in verse, we're going to read verse 37 of Luke chapter 6. When you have it, say amen. Judge not, and ye shall not be judged. Condemn not, and ye shall not be condemned. Forgive, and it shall, ye shall be forgiven. And then it says in verse 38, Give, and it shall be given unto you good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and running over shall men give unto your bosom. For with the same measure that you give, it shall be measured to you again. Amen? This morning, I want to continue on on the subject of getting hold of your miracle. Now, let's do it. Getting hold. Get a hold of that miracle. Getting hold. Do it. Of your miracle. Pull it down. One more time. Let's stretch it out. Getting hold of your miracle. Now, the last time I was with you, the last time we shared a little bit, we spoke about, in fact, throughout this month, we've been speaking about four things. We've been talking about the promise, the four Ps. There's the promise, right? And then there's what? My God. The promise, then there's the principle. And then we also, dealt the, we also dealt with the principle and also the problem. And then finally, the what? The provision. The four Ps, the principle, the, the promise, the principle, the problem, the provision. And how many know we've been talking about that God wants to provide? And I'm sure that each person that is here this morning, you have needs within your life. And sometimes we walk around with those needs within our lives, year in, year out, and somehow we're not experiencing the blessings of God within our lives, and we're not experiencing that God is actually meeting our needs. There are people like that today, here in the service this morning, that, that possibly you're here and, and you're so weighed down with problems because somehow you feel that your needs are not being met. And yet you hear about their promises within the Word of God. You hear about the promises within the Word of God. You read about the promises within the Word of God. But somehow you have not become a recipient of God's provision. And there's a tendency for some people to actually get discouraged. Now, the reason why many times we're not experiencing God's provision within our lives and we're not recipients of God's provision within our lives is because we haven't followed the Bible or we have not understood the Bible. Now, Jesus says, ye shall know the truth and the truth shall set you free. Now, the truth could only set you free when you have knowledge of that truth and when you understand that truth and when you apply that truth. 
We find a lot, we read a lot of scriptures within the word of God, but many times we don't understand them. Or many times we don't act upon the scriptures and the, and the, and the promises that are in God's word. So we spoke about that there's the promise. God has promised. But how do we get that promise? How do we become recipients of God's provision within our lives? And then we mentioned that there are principles that are involved. And the principle that we mentioned, first of all, was faith. We spoke about that last week, that without faith, it is impossible to please God. Anything you're going to get from God, you must get it in faith, believing. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It is faith that moves the hand of God. And then we spoke a little bit about how could we get that faith and how could we develop that faith. Now, I'm going to be repeating a little bit about what we spoke about last week because we have a tendency to forget. The first thing I mentioned was... God's Word. We develop faith through the Word of God. Understanding the Word of God, getting a, whole, getting a hold of the Word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the Word of God. That's how we develop our faith. But the problem that we have so many times, we have ears and we hear not. Or we hear, and we spoke about that, and as soon as you walk out, you forgot what you heard. Just like when I said to you, what peas and this pea, you forgot. I had a, a brother that picked me up at the airport. This is why it's good to repeat. And this whole, this whole month, I've been, I've been jamming you with this, and I've been telling you about it. And I'm repeating it and repeating it and repeating it until you get it inside of you. And until you get it inside of you, nothing's going to happen. Until... You, you become, you own it, and until you understand it, until you believe it, until you become ownership of it, that's when the miracles begin to take place. I had a brother pick me up at the airport last night. I won't mention his name. But he picked me up, and then uh, first thing I told him, how's everything? He said, oh, fine. And he said, oh, the Friday night service was glorious. It was beautiful. I said, it was a good crowd. Oh, it's a beautiful crowd, beautiful spirit. Then I said, who preached? Well, Brother Charlie preached. I said, well, what did he preach about? And he says, I knew you were going to ask me that. <laughs> he said, I was hoping you wouldn't ask me that because he said, I don't remember. I was trying to think of it. I forgot. See how easily we forget? And I'm sure that whatever Charlie said was something that was beneficial, but somehow... We hear the word of God, and then we walk out, and we don't practice the word of God. And as long as you don't practice the word of God, as long as you don't step out in the word of God, as long as you don't become a doer of the word of God, you will never produce the faith, faith inside of you that will be able to bring forth that miracle that you need within your life. So it is the word of God. Faith cometh by hearing and hearing the word of God. Then we also mentioned, secondly, not only the word of God, but what else did we mention? We mentioned prayer. Didn't we mention prayer? And the reason why we said prayer was because how many know that chamuku don't want you to get blessed? And I even say chamuku so you remember. 
or Big Red, so you remember. Or Lucifer. He don't want you to get blessed. See, he wants to prevent the blessings. He wants to prevent you from becoming a recipient of God's blessing. He does not want you to get blessed. So because of that, the Bible speaks about him as a thief. For it's, it says the thief cometh to kill, to steal, and to destroy. And that's what the devil, the devil comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. He wants to steal everything that is good from your life. He wants to stop. He wants to prevent any blessings to come to your life. He wants to keep you in bondage. He wants to keep you depressed. He wants to keep you in a state of poverty. And we also mentioned this, that we have to settle something in our lives. The only way that you're going to get blessed of God and prosper is, first of all, you have to believe that God wants to bless you. Now, if you don't believe it, then you're going to stay the way you are. And there are some people that say, you know, I think the Lord, I've heard people say, I think the Lord wants me in poverty. He wants to keep me humble. Well, I respond to them. I say, he sure does. You're sure going to stay, stay humble and you're sure going to stay in poverty. Or I believe the Lord wants me sick. I'm, I'm glorifying God with my sickness. I'm glorifying. And then they even get real spiritual. I'm so sick, but I'm glorifying God with my sickness because God wants me sick. When I hear that, and you read the word of God, it doesn't jive. It is contrary to what we find in God's word. In God's word, Jesus healed them all. Jesus healed the multitude. He laid hands on those that were oppressed, and those that were possessed, and those that were in bondage, and he set them free. And then also the Bible speaks more about provision, and God providing, and God prospering us. So if you don't get that clear within your mind this morning, if you don't settle it once and for all and come to that understanding that God wants to bless you, then you'll never be able to produce the faith that will pull down that miracle, get a hold of that miracle that God wants to give you, that miracle that God wants you to experience within your life. So prayer is the enemies, the forces of darkness, we need to bind them in the name of Jesus and come in prayer, binding the forces of darkness in the name of Jesus so that we could become recipients of God's blessing. And then I also mentioned about the Holy Spirit. Remember that? That it's not just a one-time experience. I think a good illustration of that is Brother Nordine. Every time I see Brother Nordine, he's speaking in tongues and he's walking. You could tell he's walking and his senior partner is the Holy Ghost, the person of the Holy Ghost is walking alongside of him. Anytime he's going to pray, he starts speaking in tongues, and, and it's the Holy Spirit, because he recognizes from the very beginning, in the morning, when you get up, the Holy Spirit is there. The Holy Spirit is with you. When you, everywhere you walk, the Holy Spirit is walking with you. The Holy Spirit is with you at all times. Jesus has sent forth the, the Holy Ghost. I won't leave you comfortless. I will go, but I will come to you in the Holy Spirit. He will come. The Comforter will come. He will teach you all things. He will guide you. He will direct you. He will meet all the needs that you have within your life. And how many of us got up this morning and said, okay, Holy Ghost, let's go to church? See, many of us, we're not even aware that the Holy Spirit is with us, that the Holy Spirit is in us. 
for many of us, the experience that we have is a one-time experience. Listen, the Holy Spirit is, is much more than an experience. The Holy Spirit is a person. This is why Jesus told the disciples, you need to go up into the upper room before you do anything. Get a hold of